All right, we're going to talk about getting started in real estate and what you need to know to do your first deal. Here we go. It's the Tiny and Nate Show. I'm Tiny. And I'm Nate, here to help you create time and money freedom through real estate investing so that you can live a life full of impact and joy. All right, Let's what's go. up, Nate? You ready to go? Let's do it. So today, I'm stoked. There's a lot of people that I've talked to about real estate investing. They're like, oh, that's cool. And you get the sense that they don't really ever plan on doing it because it's like too confusing. So okay. we're on a mission to demystify real estate investing. And one of the main things you need to do is just do your first deal, right? Do your first uh, that's deal. Terrifying. That's right. That's terrifying for a lot of people. It was kind of for me, less so than for you. How'd you feel about that? <laughs> uh, no, I had. I, I was terrified. I was terrified as well. <laughs> Cool. That's a good descriptor. Um, but, Perfect. but I just live most of my life in that state of terrified. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. you know, no big you deal. Know. That's like a Tuesday, just, you know? Just another Tuesday, basically. I love it. So, <laughs> and I'm on the other side of the spectrum where I just have so much overconfidence. I usually walk into things where I'm just like, yeah, what? why wouldn't I be good at this? Why not? Of course. That has its pros and cons. Anywho, so we're going to go over what you need to know to do your first deal. And we're, we kind of look back on what the education was that we got, um, what are the activities that we took? This isn't theory. Mm -hmm. We're actually going to talk about what we actually did. And That's we've right. got some future episodes coming up where we're going to show you live yeah. the doing the things, which is pretty exciting. Absolutely. Um, resources, contract, things like contracts, uh, actual tangible things that you need to do this business, um, who you need to partner with, who you need to learn from, who you need to connect with. Sound good? Let's do this. Awesome. So let's get started. Where is the first place that you start or we started? Um, you know, what were the first activities that we began doing to get into real estate investing? Well, I think there's something worth noting about that. We jumped in full time. Like some people are going to get started with a day job. We said, this is our day job. And we jumped in four feet, your two plus my two all at the same time. Right. <laughs> yeah. That meant that means that we had eight hours a day plus to do to dedicate to this fully now and not everybody watching this is going to have that uh opportunity but but we did and we chose that uh there's a saying you know throw your hat over the, over the fence and that's what we did we threw our hat over the fence then what do you want to do if you want to get your hat you got to climb the fence to make it happen and so that was our first deal so during the day we started with some activities that uh are anybody can do they're free and available to anybody uh, you could start looking for deals on Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, on the MLS. Those are the first three places that I would start looking to find a deal. Um, I want to mention one other thing. A first step you could do is you could go out there on the Facebook real estate investors groups and mm -hmm. you could look who is the, who are the flippers in that group. See if you can connect with them, um, make friends with them on Facebook, see what they need, see if you can buy them lunch, offer to go out there, do, do some footwork to help them find a deal. If there are active flippers in your community, those yep. need to be your new golfing buddies. Those need to be your coffee buddies. Those need to be your pizza buddies. I've got an investor in our community who has a massive portfolio. And most Thursdays we go and get some Zeke's Thai chicken pizza and a Caesar salad. And we share those two puppies. And that, that salad is so crispy and that pizza is so <laughs> spicy. And we just talk real estate and we find deals for each other. And um, and nice. so that's really powerful. I believe in the power of, of relationships. So just to summarize, you can start finding deals without any marketing dollars. Those three places, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist. And when I say Facebook Marketplace, my first deal was uh, somebody trying to rent a property that mm -hmm. was pretty banged up. 
And rather than uh, offering to rent it from them, I offered, hey, would you consider an offer rather than renting this? Yes, that became our first deal. Uh, Craigslist, And then, of course, yeah. And then the MLS, of course, you're going to be able to go into a place like Redfin and say, show me all the fixer uppers in, in this in this county. Absolutely. So th there's some there's some magic to what you just said. And the there's no uh, I, I hate how long it takes me to think of this. But what I'm trying to say is there's no substitute for taking action. Right. Like you can, you can have all the education in the world, but just doing it, like I'll say that a couple times today, there's no substitute for taking action. So if you're watching this going, man, I want to get started. I want to do my first deal, but I don't know where to start. Okay. Here's an idea. Swap all of your entertainment time in the evenings for uh, investing in your education. So entertainment time for education time. So binge watch these guys, Jerry Norton, Pace Morby, Jamil Damji real estate disruptors uh, with Steve Trang, Brent Daniels. So Nathan- Tiny and Nate. Tiny and- <laughs> Hey, look at that. Could, could you- Brent, Come on. <laughs> well, they're doing that. So congratulations. Yeah, that's what um, they're doing right now. Yeah. Can, can you uh, break down for us which one of, like all of the experts here that we've listed out, what, yeah. what they're amazing at and why you should watch them? Absolutely. So Jerry Norton is fantastic. He's got a whole series of videos on YouTube on- um, wholesaling and flipping on market properties. He is a licensed realtor. He is a flipper. He is a wholesaler. He's a real estate investor, right? And so he's got a whole series where he, you can actually watch him call uh, listing agents of on market properties and do his double dip strategy to either buy them as flips or to wholesale them to other uh, investors. So that's what Jerry's specialty is. He's also got a pretty cool uh, software uh, out there called Flipster, which I'm not going to get into right now, but he's just got a ton of good stuff. What I love about him is his documentation of his phone calls. Pace Morby is out of Phoenix, Arizona. We spent some time with him in December and his team is really good at, uh, uh, creative financing. So subject to seller finance, uh, 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 lease options. He's kind of the king of creative deal making. Um, mm -hmm. That's Pace Morby out of Phoenix. Jamil Damji, of course, is his buddy. Those guys have a show on A&E called Triple Digit Flip, I think. I'm still mm -hmm. watching it right now. They're pretty hilarious. Jamil nice. is the king of disposition, disposition, selling your deal. So he owns a company called Key Glee, K-E-Y-G-L-E-E, -E, which is all over the United States. And they are kings and queens of disposition. So wholesalers will bring them their deals and split their assignment fees by having them dispo or sell those deals to other investors. Uh, Real Estate Disruptors is a podcast by Steve Trang. And he basically... He, he, he formed this podcast and started interviewing all these real estate uh, investors, wholesalers, flippers, uh, multifamily buyers, uh, private money lenders. And, and so if you go look up uh, real estate disruptors, you're going to go down a deep, dark rabbit hole. The challenge with that show is everybody's business is freaking different and you're going to come up with 10,000 ideas and only two of them you should be doing. So just know that that's, you know, let that be entertainment in the background. Let it be inspiring, but don't feel like you have to do everything you see on that show because he has everybody on and the, there's people in there, you know, spending $40,000 a month in their marketing budget or hundred thousand dollars a month in their marketing budget. And that's probably not going to be you when you get started in real estate investing. So let it be inspirational, but don't feel like you got to do everything. And then Brent Daniels, he, he runs a, uh, a mastermind called TTP. He's all about 
how to talk to people, how to talk directly to sellers mm -hmm. uh, who may have burdensome properties and finding out his the four pillars, the condition of the property, the timeline they want to sell, the price they want to sell. Uh, what am I missing? Condition, timeline, motivation. Hello. Yeah. Mo why do they yeah. want to sell? The motivation, mm -hmm. the condition, the timeline, and the price. Those are mm -hmm. That's what he teaches. And so you can go Google him as well, Brent Daniels or TTP. Nice. I love that breakdown. And, and again, the reason we're recommending these particular experts is because you're right now, if you haven't done your first deal or if you've only done one or two, there's a tool belt that you need to build. And right now it's not full. You got a, a bunch of empty pockets. These experts are going to help you fill up those pockets with tools that you need to have. So from, and it's all about communication, understanding people's needs and how to solve those needs. And, and right. these experts are going to help you do that by connecting with people who need properties or other investors or, you know, Jerry Norton, how to talk to real estate agents and on market properties and find a win-win for agents and sellers or pace, yep. you know, creative finance. If you haven't dug into creative finance, it's incredible. It's like a cheat code on real estate. It's phenomenal because it, it, breaks open Pandora's box of what's possible. And I love that. I mean, Pace and his crew are doing excellent things just through the education. And he's not the first one. It's been around forever. Um, he's just kind of bringing it to an, uh, the next generation, which I, which I love. Um, awesome. So education, that's going to be kind of a bedrock here. Before you go and try to convince anybody of anything or sell or buy anything, you need to have your education. Okay. Right. But, but, but you, you, you said this at the beginning, we're saying, why, why are we saying during, during the night? That's right. Because you, you, this, you're receiving your education, you're binge educating, not binge entertaining. You're right. doing that during the evenings and then you're putting into practice what you learn in the day. So if yep. you work in nine to five, eight to five, six to four, whatever, you probably have a break and you probably eat at some point, spend that time practicing what you just learned the night before. I'm Absolutely. serious. Just freaking do it. Nike all the way. Like just yep. do it. <laughs> yep. So yep. don't use this as an excuse. Oh, they said I need to have all this education. No, you need to be learning and doing. That is the That's fastest right. way to learn anything. That's right. And during your lunch break or even before you, you know, you wake up first thing in the morning, mm -hmm. you can pop into the Facebook marketplace and look at the rentals. Absolutely. You can pop Absolutely. into the marketplace and go, hey, is there any fresh rentals here that are, look like they're listed by individuals, not by mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. not by rental management companies? It's pretty yep. easy to tell that you can even filter out on the desktop version of the marketplace for property for rentals just listed by individuals, not by companies. There you go. And don't get sucked into to Facebook. <laughs> be disciplined and stay in the marketplace and remember what you're doing this for, right? Like, stay that's focused. right. All well, right. That's so a great question. That's hold, hold oh. on. That's, that's yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah. Remember what you're doing this for. Ooh. Remember what you're doing this for. I skipped over that because I didn't want to bust into an entirely new podcast because that could definitely take us down for sure. But let's drill in it. Why not? Yeah. Why are you doing this? I mean, I've why. got, I've got a daughter. Uh, she's, she's, uh, wrapping presents for her 14 year old brother right now, but we got to go out to lunch together today, uh, because I have the flexibility of my life, uh, schedule, mm. um, to go with her, pick out presents together, have a really meaningful conversation over chicken Caesar salads. I love that. I know you can do that. Some people can do that in their nine to five if they have a flexible lunch period, but I just feel like that's a, a small example of, mm -hmm. of what you and I both wanted, which is flexibility in our mm -hmm. life. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. 
you I got can't to, always I got have to, that in the nine to five as an example. You can't. I got to teach my my two year old and my five year old to ski on our ski mountain. That's yeah. next to our house. I get to live in a place that I've wanted to live because I can do this. Yeah. Like I've yeah. been working towards it for five years, but you know, we can live that life, that highest, best life that yep. we want to live because of yep. this. So it's worth yep. pursuing. I promise. <laughs> it's not easy. Right. It's worth pursuing. Right. Love and it. when we fit, when we schedule our family, our family vacations and these kinds of things, you know, mm. there's nobody looking over our shoulder going, no, you can't go then. No, you right. can't go four four weeks out of the year. No, no, no. You've only got two weeks. That's yeah. never an issue uh, for us in this lifestyle. And it's and it's really lovely to be able to say, hey, we're going to do Hawaii. Hey, we're going to do Arizona. Hey, we're going to do yeah. wherever uh, yeah. the islands. We're going to we're going to go uh, on San Juan Airlines and get jump over to San Juan Island. Yeah, just because we can. We can take a long <laughs> weekend and nobody's looking over our shoulder. Uh, it's not an issue financially. You make it happen. And you actually, the real challenge, I, I believe for myself, is being disciplined to schedule that time in and make those choices ahead of time. Yes. Because this I mean, can be a grind. I mean, when you're when you're in it, totally. in it, in it um, and so focused, it's it can become a, the grind that you forget to to schedule those those things in. Yeah. Like a year goes by and you forgot to like go celebrate or take a vacation. It's like, oh, great. Right. Yes, indeed. Also, on the flip side of that, this is really meaningful work. Um, that can be missed, I think, a lot of times. Like investing can be uh, demonized. Like, oh, real estate investors are ruining a community. It's like, mm, hold up. So there's bad apples everywhere. But getting to do this, like if if the lifestyle isn't enough for you to get started, uh, do you have meaning and purpose in what you do right now? Mm. Is what you what you do lacking some why are lacking some meaning for you like i find incredible value and meaning in doing this work because we get to find houses and families that are in rough shape and we get to act as like real estate trauma nurses we come mm. in we assess what's going on we find the problem we find the tools and resources and people needed to fix the problem and we help make it happen like that's freaking fulfilling you know you when you get to take a family the house is one thing but you get to take a family and get them from where they're either and they could just be fine and it's like a convenience thing that's a different story but if if something hard is going on and you're help you can help transition them to to a better life wow that means the world like that stuff sticks with you um, here's how i would summarize this yeah i, I gotta say i gotta jump in if you don't like people don't do this right because you actually you actually have to give a give a rip you actually yeah. have to Yep. Uh, be willing to be patient with people in some yes. difficult circumstances, yes. or even if it's not a difficult circumstance, let's say you have to buy the, the, the house at a price to make it a good investment for you. Let's say you have to buy it at a price 50 or a hundred thousand lower than what they came in expecting or wanting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How are you going to do that so that it's still a win for them? Yeah. The conversation, the phone call I just came off of from a seller today before mm -hmm. we started this mm -hmm. podcast is that exact situation. And it is digging in, letting them know, here's why, here's the comps, here's mm -hmm. the repairs that are needed after the, after the inspection. And mm -hmm. then they started opening up about what the house they wanted in Minnesota with the land. Mm -hmm. And we start going into problem solving mode because we're on mm -hmm. the same side. Mm -hmm. We're not, we're not enemies. We're right. problem solvers together on the same side of the table going, what we really want is this house over here. We think we can do it if we get X dollars over here. Mm -hmm. Could mm -hmm. you help us? Could you talk to some of your, your investor buddies over there in Minnesota? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we go mm -hmm. into our Discord. We go into our Facebook groups. 
and we see yeah. if people have got deals over there. We teach them yeah. about the double. I was teaching them about the double dip strategy and how they could get nice. a deal even on the MLS and yes. um, uh, and kind Love of teaching that. them what to say, what to do and what that was all about and things to watch out for. So if you don't yep. like people, don't do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got it. <laughs> you got to be kind. You got to be compassionate um, while also being bold with the conviction that you are here to help people. Like what mm -hmm. you do helps people. Uh, man, that is huge. That is absolutely huge. If for one second you feel like you take advantage of people, you're not doing it right or you're learning from the wrong person, right? So that is massive. You know, knowing your why, knowing what you actually help get done at the end of the day, huge, huge motivators for us. Yeah. All right, let's get back in the tactical. I love that though. I really love that. It's it's a big part of what we do every day. Um, let's get back to the tactical. So we, we've got some education. We're educating, not entertaining. We're binge learning, all right? We're doing during the daytime. Um, we're practicing and learning during the night. Uh, what are some resources? So our next thing is like resources and where are you actually going to get things like contracts, software? Um, you know, what's, what is skip tracing? Talk about some tactical things and practical here. Um, on the yeah. Next yeah. Well, so first off, I would just like to say anybody that's watching this at any time, if you leave a comment down below, you know, we're mm -hmm. working on getting together a bunch of our resources to give away to you guys. So mm -hmm. it's not ready yet. The, the, the automation is not ready for that yet, but if you want it, leave a comment and we'll absolutely get you, uh, our contracts, our seller finance contracts, our, uh, mortgage documents that our, uh, title company has us use, but even mentioning that get connected with a great title office that does um, uh, that is investor friendly. You can ask Absolutely. other uh, flippers in your community, which one they recommend. They're going to have all kinds of resources and documents for you, but we're going to, if you want ours, just leave a comment below and we'll get it to you. So um, contracts, where else can they get them? What's, what's your question beyond that? Is yeah. That so the, the resources, you know, I, and I would encourage people when you go and, and watch people like, like the Jeremy's or the Jared, the Jerry Norton's, the Pace, Morby's, those yeah. experts, they're often going to have communities. Join the community, invest. It, you know, it pays to be with the right people and, and learn what they know. Um, they often have resources. They often have contracts that can be starting places, right? Yeah. So, yep. you know, where, how do they, how do I figure out what kind of software I need? Yeah. How, yeah. How, what would you say about that? Well, let me just list a couple of them that have been useful. And these are probably well known if you've if you've watched any of these channels, but you've got Flipster. That's Jerry Norton's. It's a data puller and it's a it's a it's a kind of a one-stop shop for learning how to flip. I would say it's great for beginners. You've got batch leads, you've got prop stream. Um, what mm -hmm. else? Those are the main data ones that we've used. There's prop stream lots is great. Of, mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. We still use prop stream every day when we're comping properties, when we're pulling lists. Uh, we use prop stream uh, for for that every single day. Redfin. Um, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Ton of time in Redfin. It's uh, as far as from an investor standpoint, it's way yeah. more friendly than Zillow is. Its I agree. research tools are far superior. You can analyze data much quicker. So yep. I've become a huge fan of Redfin, which I wasn't before, but yeah. it's just yeah. you can do so much so quickly with that tool. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, let me think. Uh, I use a Google Sheet. Uh, if you want our, our deal analyzer, drop a comment below. Mm -hmm. We'll share a copy of our Google Sheet that we use every day to throw three comps in, to come up with a price per square foot, to come up with a rehab budget estimate, 
and to come up with the uh, highest available offer that you can make. If you're going to flip it, if you're going to wholesale it, if you're going to buy and keep it, um, you got to run those comps and you got to know if it's a deal or not. And so mm -hmm. uh, we built our own Google sheet that works great for us for making offers. Mm -hmm. well, so we'll, we'll get that to you. But if yep. you don't have Google Docs and Gmail and you're trying to run a team or build a business, I don't know. I don't know what the heck you're doing. So you definitely got to have a Google. <laughs> you got to have Google, some tools. got to have some basic tools. Google Suite. You know, we use our, our calendars, our email and our Google Docs every single day. Um, yep. In, inside of that, something that we've learned from guys like Mike Michalowicz is how to organize just file folders, right? Uh, I, for me, this is really easy easy because it rhymes ACDC, attract, collect, uh, oh crap, deliver, <laughs> <laughs> deliver. Let me, let me open it really quick so I make sure I'm saying this right. Attract, convert, deliver, and collect. This is just kind of general business knowledge for for anybody, but you got to attract, you got to do marketing, you got to generate leads, you got to convert, you got to close on contracts, you mm -hmm. got to deliver. In our case, that's oftentimes disposition or selling that contract or flipping the property and selling that mm -hmm. contract. You got to collect payment. So ACDC, that's an easy way to kind of organize file folders inside of our Google Google Sheet so that you keep stuff inside their client files and all their um, all their contracts, all their addendums. You got to keep an organized system. If you're not organized, if you're not organized, which is me, I'm not organized. I have to put um, uh, crutches like this in place in order to uh, create the systems to to not not get lost along the way. Absolutely. So next thing I want to talk about is you know funding financing. This is a big ah. one that stops people. Uh, well, I don't I don't have 150 grand, or I don't have 300 grand, or I have 350 grand, but I don't know what to do. So yep. if you're if you're the latter person, we've kind of addressed your objections here so far. If you're yep. the first and you you don't have the money, what are some options? What are some recommendations? What are some things we did? Yeah, we didn't have the money necessarily to do that. Um, yep. that that you could do right now. Yep. So I'm gonna throw up. Um, I'm gonna throw up five ideas here. Okay. Awesome. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this as a banner here as well. So funding and financing. Um, I used to think that I, I don't have enough money, so how can I do real estate investing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people think that. But then if you know where to find money, here's some four or five creative ways to find it. HELOC. Mm -hmm. So if you own a current home, you can get a home equity line of credit from your current mm -hmm. mortgage provider or your bank. Uh, it's best if you have a W-2 to get this because it's going to go faster. If you've owned your house for three or four years in, a, a, in, a, in an equity growth market, this is going to be great. Um, and you can actually take out some of that money as a down payment. So let's say you get somebody who's going to sell or finance their property to you 10% down. Let's say it's worth 400,000 and they'll take 42,000 down and then you're going to go in and you're going to fix it up. Well, maybe you can get a $200,000 HELOC out, but which you don't have to start paying interest on all of that. You just take 40 of that to your down mm -hmm. payment and mm -hmm. another 40 to your rehab. Mm -hmm. And you pay that back after you close on the property in six months. That's right. Um, and, and you only so you, you only pay interest on what you use too. Yep. So in that yep. case, you've spent 80 grand out of your two hundred thousand dollar HELOC. Uh, mm -hmm. You're going to only pay interest on that 80 grand as you as you pay it out. Uh, 401k. Why don't you talk about this one? Because you helped uh, one of your neighbors yep. use their 401k. So I would I would include in there a Roth IRA or a 401k. Mm -hmm. You can do what's called a self-directed. 401 yeah, yeah. or Roth IRA. And it's been around forever. This is not new, but it's basically where you say, hey, this, this instrument, this financial savings instrument that is being managed by my company, 
mm-hmm. I'm going to now take control over it and it's become, it's going to become self managed. So right. there's a, there's a, um, I think it's self self-directed ira.com. I believe mm-hmm. that's the company Google it. Um, but they're the big boys and we've used them. They've been doing this forever, but it's fantastic. They basically uh, act as a custodian is the legal term and they will set you up the right documentation and paperwork and you have to follow the right rules. Okay. Cause this is all very official and it allows you to decide where your investment money gets invested. Okay. So you could invest this you used to be able to invest it in anything, but now you can invest it in, I think we actually did an episode on this. We might need to link that, but, um, yeah, we actually did look at that. Uh, but you can invest it in real estate. You can invest it in, uh, art, gold, you know, a number of things, specifically real estate is what we're talking about. But you can, you know, if, if you're getting 8% in a market, which who knows, um, and you say, hey, actually, I've run the numbers. And I believe after I do this flip, or I, I sell this property, I can get a 12% return. Yeah. Wow. If you can get a 12% return in say six months, annualized, that's a 24% return. Because you got to just recycle that money. So that's a three times multiple of what you were getting in the market. Okay, now you're making your, you're having your money make money. That's one of the keys to building wealth. And and that's a really cool way that you can use money. You have sitting there yeah, to do real estate investing. Well, and there's a lot of people out there. Teachers are, here's are a great example. My mom was a, a teacher. She was a kindergarten and first grade teacher for years and years and years. Oftentimes they're very, um, they can be very conservative with money. They may have 40, 50, 60 grand sitting in the bank, let alone in a 401k. And maybe they're not pleased with their 0.002% interest <laughs> from Bank of America or whoever's, you know. And so there may be people in your church and your small group in your synagogue that are um, conservative, maybe not rich, but they've got money that they would uh, be willing to invest as well. And that actually is the last one private. So let me, let me not give that fully away, but, uh, the bank is probably my least favorite just because as an entrepreneur, the bank is, uh, doesn't look kindly on, um, on my, on my tax, uh, documents. They like to see a W2, you know, traditional <laughs> earner. They don't like to see these crazy, uh, entrepreneur entrepreneur right. types out there, but you can totally go sit down with a, a, a banker in your town. If you're okay. looking for a sec, a second home, a vacation mm-hmm. home, a short term mm-hmm. rental, the, the rates have gone up. They're closer to 5% where we are right now. Uh, but that's totally an option. Uh, yep. anything you want to say about that? That's kind I of would like just, my least you know, there's a lot of people that fit in this. Yeah. There's a lot of people that fit in this category. Um, they've had a steady W2 for 20 or 30 years. Yeah. They have a great relationship with their bank. Maybe they've bought and sold a couple homes. They know that person and they can get a loan for two, three, four hundred thousand uh, just based on relationship and experience and where they're at financially. Yeah. That that so you have a bandwidth. You can only learn and do so many new things all at once. Right. If this if this is if taking out a, a traditional loan from a bank is going to allow you to have the capacity to learn all this other stuff and move forward and right. do your first deal. Do yeah. that, right? right? Like, right. Solve all the problems with the capacity you have. But if if it's like if that's kind of an easy button and you don't mm-hmm. you don't have time necessarily to to have figure out of all the other options, I would say yeah. that's a good option for you. Yeah, I'll hit these last three really fast. Mm-hmm. Partnerships. We formed an LLC and bought a property with somebody else. We brought other people's four hundred one k money in. Mm-hmm. We um, 
formed a partnership with a builder. Um, and so you could partner with other people that have the funds and you could be the deal provider. If you want more information on this, look up the book, Raising Private Capital, and that'll give you some great examples of being the deal provider and uh, partnering with uh, cash providers and how, how to do that in such a way that protects their investment. Yep. Disclaimer, uh, make sure you're not breaking any SEC guidelines or rules. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Non-lawyer tiny. All right. We are not your lawyers. We are not your investment bankers. We are not your CPAs. This is a great time. This is a great time to say that. Uh, <laughs> private money, private money and hard money. Private money is the money your grandpa has sitting in a box somewhere or the, the money your, 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 your aunt has from 40 years of being a kindergarten teacher. Hard money is um, non-bank institutional money. So they're going to lend to you on uh, base base based mostly on the property. Some of them are going to ask for tax returns and, and bank statements and things like that. But mm -hmm. hard money, a lot of flippers use hard money. Anything you want to say about private and hard money? Uh, private money is fantastic. You kind of, it's, it's a little bit of the wild west. It's an, it's whatever the agreement is that you make with that lender. There's no yeah. governing body over it. It doesn't go against your earning statements. It's basically, it's basically whatever you guys want to come up with and agree on. So in terms of the terms, uh, right? In terms of the terms, that's correct. So, you know, they're just probably you're probably not going to go get a private money loan on your first one unless you have someone who really knows and trusts you who's, you know, fairly wealthy. Um, private or hard money, really know what you're doing because um, it can be a fantastic tool, but just like a knife, it's very sharp on the back end. So they, they are basically a collective of private money and they're going, Hey, we're getting this money for 8% and we're going to lend it out for 12 and we're going to make the four. So just, you know, those people don't mess around. They can be very helpful. And I think it's called, uh, it changed hard money. They're kind of rebranding that industry, but it's still hard money. Um, so just, just know, like when it comes to that part, make sure you have a great plan put in place and you know, when you're going to get in and when you're going to get out, um, yeah. because they're, they're not nearly as forgiving as something like a HELOC, which could go on for 10 years, right? Like you could pay on that for a long time. So yeah, short term, short term, high interest money um, mm -hmm. from people that mm -hmm. put together funds specifically to loan on real estate That's right. assets, That's usually right. for flipping. Mm -hmm. Yep. Awesome. You got it. There's lots Boom. of options, lots of options. I hope that helps. And let us know if you got questions on that. Hit us with the comments. Find us. We're we're all over the place. Um, and ask. We'd we'd be happy to give you our opinion. <laughs> awesome. All right. What's uh what's left here? We've talked about education. We've talked about uh, the actual doing what you're doing during the daytime. We've talked about the finance mm -hmm. piece. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when it comes to talking to people, I think that's that may be what we end on is just this kind of. I don't know what to say. What do I do? I would you find that? Would you say that that is something that a lot of people run into or could be a big hurdle or not so much? For sure. And yeah, and it's something that, you know, we've had to learn uh, hmm. and we've had to learn how to talk to realtors. We've had to learn how to talk to sellers. We've had to learn to talk to the different personalities of sellers. There's a seller who's not actually going to sell to you and they're mm -hmm. going to just use you to sort of get a, a comp on their house. What's someone out there willing to pay? Uh, even though they could just find that on Zillow and Redfin, they still want, they still want that assurance that somebody's out there who's willing to buy their house for X dollars. Uh, there's that person. And there's a person who's in distress that really needs to sell this thing fast. 
And there's the person out there who just wants to sell it in a convenient fashion. They want a cash offer. They want to know that it's guaranteed. They want to know that they can go ahead and go buy that next property because they've already got the buyer for this property. It's going to close mm -hmm. fast, easy, convenient, cash, quick, whatever it is that they're looking for. So knowing yep. how to talk to those different sellers. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, um, we've already mentioned Jerry Norton as kind of the king of how to talk with with realtors, uh, with, with listed rough properties. So, um, and then learning how to talk with investors, right? I think some of this is just irreplace, irreplace. You cannot replace it without, with, ex you must have experience. You can't get it through just a script, right? But I would, I would encourage anybody who's out there, the, you're going to get faster and better by practicing it. So get with people, do a lot of listening, do a lot of listening to your investors and realtors. Maybe yep. start a podcast where you can talk to investors. Uh, you know, <laughs> the, the, the coffee, the coffee, the lunch, the podcast, and get out there and talk. Um, and then, of course, that your nighttime binge-utainment is going to give you a lot of the lingo and the language and the insight as well. Vindication, yeah. Follow somebody that's willing to document their actual calls and their whether they're talking with realtors and sellers, hmm. and you're gonna you're gonna explode. Absolutely. That was a big one that unlocked it for us, I think, is when you yeah. when you're like you said it earlier, it's one thing to watch someone talk about it. It's another to watch them do it. So we're going to take that from Jerry's book. And I think, you know, next podcast or two, you're going to hop on and you're actually going to do this, right? Yep. Yep. Sweet. I can't wait for that. That's awesome. Um, and I think I think also just I'll end with this realizing that you're not going to fall on your face so hard that you can't get up. Like I was teaching, mm. I, I'm, I'm teaching my five-year-old right now to ride her bike. Super awesome. Can't believe I'm at that stage already, but <laughs> it's probably mean, but we were on the grass at a park and I was like, all right, you ready to go? And she had her helmet on. She was ready. And I pushed her over. <laughs> I just pushed her over and she fell on the soft, fluffy grass. She was like, what the heck, dad? I was like, did that hurt? She was like, no. It's like, okay, now you know what it's going to feel like to fall. It doesn't hurt. So now you don't need to be afraid. <laughs> so people are probably going to hate me for that. But in my mind of Logicville, I was like, well, she's not going to be afraid if she knows it doesn't hurt to fall. I'm not sure that worked out too well. She did great. But the point is, I, what I want <laughs> to tell analogy? you. What's the analogy? What's the analogy? I want to yes. tell you, you know, you're not going to fall so hard that it, you just break your face. Like you might say something stupid. You're going to learn. You're either going to win or you're going to learn, but you're not really going to lose. Like I just, yeah, fall on fluffy grass. <laughs> That's the analogy. <laughs> Bringing it back. I just, I don't want people to not move forward because they're so afraid that this is going to go wrong. It, it really doesn't go that horribly wrong when you take, when you go, when you're following people who are doing this real practice. So that's all I got. I hope that was helpful. <laughs> I, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to go push my kids down now. <laughs> I realize in retrospect, that sounds terrible, but no, that's good. I get it. Dad, it dad logic. That's good. Yeah. Texas learning right there. That's right. It's not like you put her on a steer and said, good luck, honey. I, I didn't throw her in a pool. I mean, that may or may not happen to me. <laughs> yes. My mom did that to me. One oh. way to learn how to swim. Yeah. 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 Anyways. <laughs> All right. That's all we got. That's all we got. Uh, we'll see. Hey, like and subscribe this thing. If this is adding value to you, let us know. Like, we're doing it for you, right? So, yeah. Do that thing and uh, tell somebody about it. That'd be cool. I appreciate Absolutely. it. I would appreciate it. Would you appreciate it? 
I would. And don't forget, if you want any of the resources we talked about, That's leave a right. comment. Like if you want our contract, if you want any of the scripts we use and stay tuned, we'll start showing you guys uh, our calls with sellers and with realtors. And mm -hmm. uh, that way you guys can, uh, you guys can not only hear what we're talking about, but see what we're doing. See you on the next one. Peace. Bye.